0: living the not
1: week on Reliving the Extreme, we are reviewing the episode of ECW from August the 2nd, 1994. Chad said his said August the 1st. I thought it was the 2nd. It doesn't fucking matter. Nate Maxson, your host here with you, along with my brother Aaron. Hello, everyone. And, of course, ECW's own Mr. Chad Austin. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and uh, there's not a lot of... Uh, this, was, this was another one of those episodes of ECW. I know. I, I disagree. I thought there was there was good content on the show. Okay. Well, we will get into that. But before we get started, Chad asked before we started recording if there was... He had, he said he had a story for us and asked if he had told it yet. And he has not. So uh, if you want to embark us with your story, it's, I'm intrigued. <laughs> well, people
0: think I went crazy.
1: Like, legitimately lost my mind. I'm at one of
0: my one of my facilities, you know, that I go to daily. Mm-hmm. whether or not I belong there or I go to work there that's not the point <laughs> it's the fact that I'm there well I forget where I parked my car and which lot that I parked my car and um, some people that work there this is, this, is the, this is the audacity of these people they said they watched me for 15 minutes on the camera walk <laughs> around the parking lot like aim they said aimlessly Listen, <laughs> isn't that something that like Vincent Mann said, like in the 80s, like on, on TV wrestling?
1: Like he's flailing his arms aimlessly. aimlessly. <laughs> yeah. And it's pandemonium. <laughs> and, and, these, and these
0: people that were at, the, I mean, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm at a huge, huge, huge facility. There's got to be, fa- I don't know about thousands. It's not like it's fucking Russia or anything. But there's got to be hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of uh, people that are living in this place. And these people are, are talking about keeping me there. Because... Uh, <laughs> uh, they, 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 they called... They, they, listen, they called my boss. And they told my boss that they thought that I had a stroke. <laughs> and... and <laughs> And the whole thing was over the fact that I just didn't remember where I parked my car, which <laughs> lot it
2: was in. It was like four lots. <laughs> like, Should have been like, I'm Chad Austin. Did you watch my ACW career? I ain't got no, no stroke.
0: <laughs> oh, there, there,
2: was, there
0: was no chance. I was, I was getting into that because the next step was, well, I mean, it all happened. The police got involved, uh, the ambulance people got involved oh, once i got in my car and i said all right well am i afraid to leave and they said yeah and then I, then I as i backed up i saw like everybody was in their car watching me as i drove away going i wonder if he really is all right <laughs> and, and i'm thinking Dude, I just forgot what parking lot I fucking parked in. You know, I mean, don't you guys have a big mall where, where you live?
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. I can't tell you how many times I've, I'm thankful that they like put the big fu- <laughs> They put the big fucking letter up there or whatever. Yeah, remember we're in D fourteen. D fourteen. I didn't
0: see a D fourteen. <laughs> all, all, all I did was park the fucking car and walk into the place. And there, I didn't realize that they had four different entrances or exits. So I just walk out wanting to go. I don't see my car, <clears throat> and the next thing I know, I have a stroke. <laughs> I, I I couldn't convince these people. They called my boss. They called my wife. They called everybody, and I'm just thinking, what are you guys talking about? And I got back, and and, and my boss, my boss grabbed me. She's a younger she's a younger chick. She wouldn't even even know what to do if I even had a fucking stroke. But she kind of grabbed me and was like, "Are you all right?" I go, "Yeah. I forgot where I parked my car."
1: Yeah. I'm not blind in my left eye now. I just forgot where I parked. <laughs> yeah. That's
0: all I did. I, I, I don't, forgot I don't, where I, I
2: parked d- my fucking car.
0: I I, never I, don't, I don't understand
2: both sides of I mean, my face. You should be like both sides of my face are in the same place you were
1: at when I left. <laughs> yeah, I, I never I mean, smelt burning. I never smelt burning hair. Yeah, I mean I did not start that
0: fire. That that was not me. I I just drove by. It. But but you know what I mean. Like that's that's a hard that's a hard thing to sell to, to your employment that that you're not crazy. <laughs> and I'm thinking. What the fuck!
1: <laughs> I just forgot where I parked my car. And then there's these nosy bastards in the surveillance room or whatever, like you said, watching you for 15 minutes in the parking lot. That's fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, they're just checking me
0: out. And, and by the way, it was women, so I'm I, I could be thinking how many of them were really like really checking me out. I mean, considering probably two of them were dating, and there was three of them. So I probably only had a shot with the one of them. That's the way. That's the way the mathematics looked on that. Um, yeah, there's 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 no chance that uh, them 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 first two weren't dating. Yeah, I, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe this, and and, and for me to have to call my, but say, you know, you know, I'm 50, and my boss has got to be in her, I don't know, I would say maybe early to mid 30s, and for her to get a fucking phone call from my from some company saying that they think that i one of your drivers had a stroke you know <laughs> like at our facility like and, and that's that's the word they would use too would be like man one of your drivers fell out like we would say like oh man this motherfucker just... this mother no well, had, they, <laughs> they, had, they had to call the facility and be professional and say um, one of your drivers, I believe, it's five nine four nine. He kind of fell out. <laughs> Fuck no! That's insane, dude. It's it's the it's-, be- it's, it's the best when the whole entire world is worrying about you.
1: But <laughs> the, like you said, the cops are there, the ambulance is there. It's a yeah. big scene. <laughs> like I, I did, I lost my car. They got you sitting on the curb. <laughs> there's a big, there's a big scene.
0: All of a sudden, the helicopters swimming by, and, and you go on your phone and you click on like Twitter. And there's an action live from the, the, the local
1: news news TV. Like local, some lo- crazy local, guy, yeah, local <laughs> local man strokes out aimlessly at facility. <laughs>
0: yeah, causing chaos. Wait, I want my car. <coughs> <laughs>
2: A I, man, I'm calling. <laughs> oh, <yeah>,
0: Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, like, literally, I don't give a shit. You have to have heli- You have to have a helicopter here. This is a big place. You know, you're a big time hundred billion zillion dollar You know, you, you gotta have a helicopter. Go ahead and take a look over a place. Find the black fucking hot element. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Help me out here. <laughs> Your tax dollars at work.
0: Tell me what fucking, what parking lot it's in. That's all I need. And then I'll walk around this goddamn fucking place, you know, all night long until I find the car. But Jesus Christ, you guys are doing nothing for me. Like, I can't find a front door, a back door, an outdoor, an indoor.
2: I'm just walking around. Like, where? how, how big is this fucking place? You're like, why are you keep? Why do you keep trying to put a blanket on me? Stop that! Yes. Oh, dude, I had several people ask me where my badge was,
0: or my not my badge, my name tag, or whatever the fuck that they had to wear. I'm like, what? What, what do you mean? I'm a vendor, and they go, oh, well, didn't you just come from P four? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah were, sure. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's exactly what it was. That's ex- it, it. It was exactly what it was because that lady, that lady wasn't even a lady. She was a girl. She was like 24 years old. And she said, okay, well, if you don't mind, I'm going to escort you downstairs. And I said, well, the elevator is right here. And then I'm on the, you only have two floors. There's not a whole lot of places I can go. And and, and she goes, no, I'll help you. go, well, I can get an elevator and I can press the button that, has, that looks like the down button. And she goes, no, I'm going to help you. And I'm thinking the whole fucking world thinks I'm fucking stupid. Jesus Christ! I can't. I can't get a break. I don't know what the this. These last two weeks have been the most ridiculous two weeks of my entire life. I have never had so much stuff happen to me. That's happened to me this week that make me think make me question my sanity. Like I'm literally going, what the fuck, man? <laughs>
1: <laughs> like what did I do? Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. is that
0: ever happened to any of you guys? Yes. Or actually, did...
1: yes. Any that stuff like that always comes in like a two week span. Like this is <laughs> all this crazy shit happens and it's all in like a two week span at all times. And then it's and then it's smooth sailing for like six months. Oh,
0: I hope so. <laughs> Cause th- this
1: is brutal. I
0: mean, I have to drive to like. I I go to, I mean, I I don't live really that close to DC
1: Mm.
0: and I definitely don't live that close to Virginia, but once you get to DC, Virginia is your next, you know, your next stop. Right. Right. And that's what I've been doing the last couple of days. And dude, that road to take you there is, is a, is a doozy because you can look on the way when you're going down, when you're going down in the Virginia you can look on the other side of the highway on the way back and see the parking lot. <laughs> Once you get down there and you do your last delivery and you're like, fuck, yeah, I'm done. Then you go, oh, no. And, and then you get home, 495, and all you do is just sit, man. Sit and wait, sit and wait. Dude, it's brutal, man. It's brutal. And, you know, I, I get paid by the miles, which, I mean, not not entirely by the miles. But I don't get paid by the minutes, mm-hmm. so me sitting there for four hours just going, "Come on!" Like that's all I'm saying. But because you know, there's nobody in the car me,
1: so I'm just yelling, "Come
0: on! Can can somebody just? Why can't we figure this out?"
1: And I guess at least eight hours a week you have Jim Cornette to keep you company, right, dude? That's about
0: that. Is I mean. I, I listen to us too, man. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of um. I'm a big fan of reliving the extreme. I'm also a big fan of uh, oh my god, what's it? The, the uh, John McAdams.
1: No, stick to wrestling. Yeah,
0: stick to wrestling. I listen to stick to. Yeah, I mean that's the only thing that totally keeps me available, like for the week, for me to, to, to work this
1: amount of hours. Mm-hmm.
0: Because I know that I can go. Oh, it's two hours. Oh, this is four hours.
1: Yeah, that's the beauty of the that's the beauty of the podcast age too. Is you don't have to rely on the radio, you know. To you can pick and choose what you want to listen to, as opposed to the same yeah. thir- twenty five songs then, or whatever. And,
0: and then, yeah, and right in the middle of it is busted open that it comes on live between nine and twelve. Mm-hmm. So you know, I go in super early, so I listen to something, you know, whatever, and then. Nine comes on, bust it open. Nine to
1: twelve. Well, August second, nineteen ninety four is our show we're reviewing. So,
0: what, what about what, what happened on what happened on Friday morning? Friday
1: anything? M- yeah,
0: I don't know. I'm just asking you anything to get over this review of the show. But I'm just
1: <laughs> asking you a question. The only know. thing that happened with me Friday morning is I went to work. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I was just asking a question. To, anything to fucking.
1: <laughs> to to use up some time here,
0: yeah, let's get the show started.
1: <laughs> we start the show with Mister Hughes cutting a promo, and this went on a long time, like a thirteen very long and
2: a half minutes.
1: Yes, yeah, I mean it was it was a long deal. Um, I paused m-
2: it when he was done because I was like, "How long did this last?"
1: Would you say it was
2: there? Thirteen and a half minutes. No way. Yes,
1: it was longer than your story. <laughs> you you had a traumatizing experience that you had to tell a story about. Mr. Hughes cut a longer damn promo or had a longer. He read,
2: he read his goddamn Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> well, doesn't <He's>, he
2: always? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, essentially <laughs> he talks. He goes all well, the way back to
2: on. It Johnny Gunn, fucking Sal Balomo. He's doing his entire fucking run. Hawk. He's going over everything.
1: <laughs> yeah, they showed the footage yeah. from the they showed the footage from the show where we that we entitled Sal's boots, where Sal had his big funny boots on. Um, now, <laughs> <laughs> what I will say about this, and like Aaron said, they're just running down essentially him. All of his past feuds and stuff and ECW and showing footage. Of course, he mentions Lex Luger, Lawrence Taylor, and The Undertaker. Oh,
2: he does that two minutes and 45 seconds. Of <laughs> <laughs> well, There's got to fucking the stamp.
1: <laughs> man, fuck this.
0: I'm going to tell you, motherfuckers, how fast <laughs> the big cat
1: <laughs> <laughs> mentions The Undertaker and <laughs> Lawrence Taylor. You guys tell me if I'm the odd man out here on this. Although it, it it went on forever, and they showed it, they showed, they they showed us a bunch of stuff that we'd already seen. I thought there were parts of the segment where he was being where he was a good promo. Well, he's not a bad promo. It's just that they're giving you a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, less is more. Less is more.
0: Yes. I mean, it's okay for him to say he's a bad mother, You know, Mofo mm-hmm. and Undertaker and. <laughs> And nine one one and and blah, blah 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 blah, but they just kept going back to him. Like, what else are you gotta say, <laughs> you know? And he's like, "What else you want me to say?" When I took out Johnny Gunn. yeah, I mean, <laughs> remember back in my eighties? <laughs> <laughs> when I was teaming uh, with the Motor City Madman? That's right, that's right. Them, them, got ga- them. Gagness, they didn't pay. They didn't pay for
2: nothing. Yeah. Oh. Okay. okay never mind. Just
1: go. How about they race?
2: He says 911's mom is a dog because she gave birth to one ugly son of a bitch. Like It's a good line. He could have just ended it there. But no, he kept going. No, they could have ended it with him not saying a word. That's
0: how I would have ended it. Why would you talk? Just don't. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Um... The, to tell you the truth, you know, I don't know what kind of stress Paul was under at this time. <laughs> oh, that sounds bad. Uh I, I don't know what he was really like going through or whatever, like, you know, but for him to just okay that and and I'm like, dude, he's not coming back. Like yeah. you, you know, you booked him for I don't know how many was how many weeks was it three months? It was three months, right? Mm-hmm. He had a three month run. He had a the deal where he did with Shane.
1: Right. Yeah. As the, body. I mean, guard, Nate, you um, tell, yeah,
0: you go ahead. You got to fill me in. Cause I'm, I'm, I have a little bit of gaps, but yeah, he had the deal where he, he, he did with Shane and
1: then he did some other things. Yeah. He, I mean, he, he, he was Jason's enforcer. Then he's Shane's enforcer. And then I think after the program with nine one, one, he's gone. Um, but the, the, um, I don't know. It's like you said, Chad, like essentially it's like Matt <laughs> Matt Radico's like, Oh, we got this thirteen minute thing we put together on Mr. Hughes, and Polly's like, put it on. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He said <laughs> yes. <laughs> he he chokeslamming Mikey, Chad,
0: and Joel just repeatedly. Like that's like, how's that gonna get anybody over? Didn't they always say you have to beat somebody to be somebody? Yeah. Me, Mikey, Joel, and me. Okay, <laughs> you tell you tell me where that's putting nine one one at. Well, he he falls right in line for a shot at Paul Varlins. <laughs> I mean, that means that that means that Mikey, Joel, and me could probably fight for the UFC if we wanted to.
1: Yeah, I got I
0: have credibility.
1: <laughs> it's a badass streak. Nine one one. Jesus Christ! He was he was brings an angel to end the promo. Um, uh, He says
2: the he says the weirdest thing ever at the end of this. He brings an angel and he said he's mad about them beating up Angel. And beating up the angel was a big mistake. And then he goes, and I don't play with no
1: kids. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a shot at Sal Balomo? I was just
2: saying. Usually, if a guy tells you that, he probably does. It's like, what are you doing? Who is this, Mister Hughes? That's how he ends his promo. He says, "He said he don't
0: play with no kids.
2: I don't. He said I don't play with no kids. Wow, I don't think I have a joke for that. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> I'm gonna have to workshop that one as we speak. Like, um, like I said, usually somebody tells you that. They, if they have to tell you that, they probably do. Yeah, he's, somebody, he's somebody's creepy uncle Curtis. As they he's as their. <laughs> he's the Uncle Curtis there, don't don't go in the basement of a creepy Uncle Curtis see, see Miss Jess oh my
0: god Miss Jess likes them CSI shows and as we speak they're probably working on one of these shows right now where you know
1: that, Undertaker that,
0: Special Victims <laughs> Unit that guy that guy from uh, uh, summer school whatever it is yeah, Mark, Mark Marvin, Marvin. yeah He's he's uh he's investigating a bunch of wrestler
1: alongside alongside Ice T yeah
0: <laughs> dude that's uh um oh I, I, that why isn't that a, a
1: show but yet Young Rock is
0: what the fuck Young Rock nobody
1: gives a shit about that nonsense never watched an episode probably never will
0: no yeah. it's not it, it's not it's not bad
1: if you watch it
2: not for. Wrestling reasons. Mm-hmm. There's, 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 the Curtis Hughes origin story was it a little, yeah. little, little, little yeah. big cat. That's right, That's little right. big cat. I mean, I guess you
0: can. I guess you can <laughs> get <give> the fuck. <laughs> I, guess, I guess you can tie some of it in to where Young Rock says that he tells his father that he wants to get into the business. <laughs> I want to.
1: I want to get into the business of being the big cat little little big cat, you know, since they just fabric since they fabricate everything anyway. Little big cat's hanging out in the dressing room with Ernie Ladd. Played, <laughs> oh, played, played, by, Mar- played by Morgan Freeman, of course. Are,
0: are we about done? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, but there's
2: no chance no. this show kill can Jones is playing Big Cat. Ernie Ladd.
0: <laughs> there's no chance this show can air as the way we re- were recording it.
2: I am I'm completely laughing too much. And the latest wow. an update from last week's show turns out it wasn't Ernie Ladd or Curtis Hughes. Ernest Miller was the father. Of who? Of what? Of those little kittens. It was Ernest Miller. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Ernest Miller, the big cat
0: <laughs> Some, Somebody call his mama. <laughs> somebody better yeah <laughs> because he ain't got no money to pay for them fucking kids
1: kittens, kittens. The, ne- the next thing on this show here that we get is uh, the bad breed on their way to the ring and then they cut it cut into that with a special bulletin from Joey Styles as he announces that Cactus Jack will be wrestling Terry Funk at Hardcore Heaven on August 13th at the ECW Arena and then after we return from that the Bad Breed beats Joel Hartgood, and I didn't even ever see who his partner was. So. Dude, that, no, you ain't shit. I don't either. Like, I literally wrote Bad Breed versus Joel Hartgood. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Dude,
2: um, I, I think oh, that's brutal. Um,
0: yeah, I I, I, noticed, I noticed that as well. I think it was one of the shearest. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. Not sure which one. Well, there's only one of them. There's, there really is only one of them. But Paul booked him in so many matches that when he realized that it was the same guy, he told him that they they invented a twin brother. That's more creative than
1: Mr. X, I guess. That was, it
0: was Keith and Kyle Shearer. So that's why they could both be on TV wearing the same outfit. Um, you know?
1: Same mole in the same spot. Everything.
0: All of it. <laughs> like yeah, it was like, wait a minute. It's, I, I, I forget. I, I wanna say it was Jason that 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 called Paul out because, you know, um a lot of times if we had like a a show like a you know, a random it wasn't often. It wasn't that often that we had a show somewhere like uh like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday when the show would air. But we'd be there, we'd watch the show or whatever. And everybody, every, everybody would shit on it. No matter how good the show was, everybody would just beat it up. Oh, this is shit. Oh, this is awful. Oh, Jesus, always. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we would all do Um, oh, then. Jason, uh, is that what we're talking about, Jason?
1: We're talking about Shira and his mm. dual identity. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Shira,
0: that, I mean, that was just pure by accident. But the... My question is: Do you think he got paid twice?
1: Ah, that's highly doubtful. I'm I'm surprised. I'd be surprised surprised if he got paid once.
2: I was going to say Paul was going to be like Keith. We got you doing this Mm -hmm. uh, double gimmick with your brother, but don't worry. There's no way that you're gonna make more than Kyle, or Kyle's gonna make more than you. We're gonna pay exactly. What-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys are good. That I, I'm telling you, that's what Paul would. That's exactly what Paul would have. Would I? That's exactly what Paul would have said. Don't worry, Norma- you
2: guys are good. Normally, I would have to cut your money in half because there's two of you, but you're so good. I'm gonna <laughs> keep paying you the same exact amount. <laughs>
0: Like, yeah, like, he, he he gets one of them in the room. He he's asking for his money, his check, and um, Paul cuts his check for a hundred dollars. I mean, let's be honest. I'm not, I'm gonna be fair. That's not bad for a guy that's a job guy. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially for a job guy of that, um, I, I would say of that caliber.
1: Yeah, because he, he did, was a he did beat he Jake was av- Snake Roberts in the Manhattan Center.
0: Yeah, he was a halfway decent job guy, so, I uh, you know I would say okay, whatever, dude. I I was the only one that was not that was never never fearful of my checks ever bouncing. Never. I used to get, I, I mean, back in the day, remember um Web TV? Mm-hmm. Well, I think I was working there when when Web TV was around, and I would get messages all the time about not cashing the checks. And I'd be like, "Why? Because there's no money. There's no. There's no H H G group." <laughs> and I go, "I go to the bank every time I get a check, and my check has never bounced. Never bounced. Number one. And and granted, um, I mean, do you guys know anything about the wrestling business, like how you pay people, that kind of stuff?
1: I have to kind of plead ignorance on it." Okay.
0: Well, you kind of like you have to budget your shit. You know, your shit out, and you always mm-hmm. got to pay your your carpenters. You know, right? Yeah, you the guys that, are gonna, that the
1: guys that are going to be there working week in and week out. Oh. So you always kind of take care of
0: them, right? Right, and and then you um, you know, you give them, I guess you say comparable money. Mm-hmm. I, I I mean, at the time, I thought. A hundred fifty dollars a night was good money.
1: Well, if you're the if you're if you're one of the guys that's there week in and week out, and you see the crowds, and you see you know you can kind of estimate what business is, then you can know whether you're getting fucked on a pay or payout, right?
0: Well, yeah, you're on. You're right about that, but I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. I never even took that in consideration. Uh, I took it as this is what I'm getting paid, and this is fucking it. <laughs> Take it or leave it, right? Yeah, I can. <laughs> I, I, and 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 that's kind of why I stopped going. <laughs> like like I really never quit. I just stopped going. It's like I I ain't got time for this, dude. You guys are killing me. <laughs> I mean, like you're legitimately killing me. And and you give me you give me checks that you're telling me don't cash till
2: Tuesday. Can't can't be having it. I can't be having that. Like, what are you fucking wimpy from the fucking Popeye? Uh, yeah, a, no. play a Tuesday for a match today. Like, mean, yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's what, that. That's exactly what it was. I'm like,
0: <laughs> like, like I'm the lowest paid guy on the show. Like you would think my checks would never bounce. Like you, you know, you, you expect a phone call from Shane Douglas, Terry Funk, mm-hmm. Sabu, <laughs> like they had a problem with their check.
1: You know, but.
0: You know, one hundred and fifty dollars? No, fuck no. My my, my check was never going to fuck. You.
1: Never. Gonna how much? Pay. How much do you think? Um, just curious. Just talking about pay here. How much do you think Polly and Todd would be paying Terry Funk for, say, to do a TV taping and the the big ECW arena show that month?
0: Oh, uh, I'd say. I mean, you said Terry Funk and who else?
1: Just Terry. Just someone like of his caliber, like to do a TV Probably taping think- and then
0: probably two grand okay and then he's gotta he's gotta bring him in and then todd has a deal with the uh marriott at the hotel mm-hmm. so that's a discount not you know but that's still a that's still a, you know an expense and then you gotta bring in um his wife
1: he gotta get special assistance for dory yeah Oh, Dory's a different story. Special accommodations. I mean,
0: they, they have to get a different plane
2: for Dory.
1: He's got to get the. He's got to get the room with the toilet with the with the uh, the handle thing beside it, or the.
2: to be a ramp? Yeah. No, no. It's they, be a ramp
0: they have to call NASA and get a special plane that they can put Dory on, to where the cabin pressure won't change. Because <laughs> 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 we're all afraid of anything happening going on in his head. But yeah, you know,
2: you know, you gotta get one of them vans with the lift. Oh are- yes.
0: Well, that's like no, like see, there, see, Aaron, you're wrong here. There, there's different ways of thinking about this. There's the way you're thinking, like you're being lazy, or you're pretending to have a handicap. But it's like a star treatment. Like <laughs> if I, if I had the money, I, I have a Honda Element. I would get a lift in my Honda Element just so I can get out of my car. Just, <laughs> You know, just just so I could I could do like when when I roll up to my retirement homes,
2: I can look like a star. Getting <laughs> after, out of here. after nineteen.
1: 19- Dory Dory demands only vanilla Ovaltine in his after, room after
2: nineteen ninety. <laughs> after nineteen eighty eight, every match involving Dory Funk was a handicap match
1: because of him.
2: Yeah, because he's elderly and handicapped. <laughs> so
0: why why didn't somebody like run out and like put like a handicap like placard? Like, like somewhere, like on a on a on a pole that's there. Like, this is our handicap match. I can I can just imagine Tony
1: Schiavone screaming that out,
0: ladies and gentlemen. This is our handicap match.
1: It's gonna be the greatest night in the history of professional wrestling. He's pretty senile, and he
2: still thinks that he's getting like preferential parking because he's the NWA champ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, everybody Jesus. in your to park there, Dory.
0: Well, I can tell you this, Aaron. You're not getting invited to anything at Marty's house. <laughs> you, you, you are not getting invited to anything at the Double Cross Ranch.
1: Well, up next on this show, <laughs> they run down the so far lineup or, for hardcore. Uh, they go
2: to Dory Funk's party
1: <laughs> for hardcore. Like
2: black Licorice and sing along with Mitch. I don't want to go to that.
0: <laughs> of course, you do. <laughs>
1: At Hardcore Heaven. It's going to be Terry Funk against Cactus Jack, nine one one against Mister Hughes, Tommy Dreamer versus the Sandman, and Mikey Whipwreck versus Jason with the TV title on the line, and Snooka and Taz versus the Pitbulls. That's your lineup for Hardcore Heaven, and then we roll into a match between Mikey Whipwreck and Steve Richards on the Heat Wave tour for the TV title, and they're at the. Uh, they're at the auction barn place, I think, here. Yes.
0: The auction
1: barn? That's what it looked
0: like.
2: It was a flea market. That's a,
0: um Oh my god, that's the um it it's the something Berg's Amish flea market. I can't remember what it is. But that's the one where I worked Mr. Hughes with my little aqua socks on. Yes, because I forgot my poo <laughs> Yeah, that that's the, that's the place. <laughs> I, I know it was Montgomeryville.
1: Yeah, that's it, Montgomeryville. It's also where we had the uh, the the Tommy Cairo Sandman match that uh, yeah. yeah was shot funny. But anyway,
2: <laughs> and did you see? Uh, did you see that picture I posted that 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 uh, Mick Foley put from his Twitter about him, with
1: him with Terry Funk?
2: Yeah, taking Terry Funk to get barbecue <laughs> or whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Did you see Tommy
2: Cairo commented on it? I did not. It just said F, like the letter F, Foley, P O S in big letters, like Damn. capital letters. He said, "Fuck Foley, piece of shit." Like, Funk fuck said it. that, Tommy? No, Ky-
1: Tommy Cairo. I'm gonna oh, have to, yeah. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to oh. call Tommy Cairo and see what the story is on that.
0: <laughs> well, I mean. I'm sure you can probably get Tommy Cairo before you can get Terry Funk. So, yeah, why, why don't you call him? We, he, I mean, blasted, he blasted Mick Floyd. I was like, good lord. <laughs> he, what? <laughs> How dare him? <laughs> oh, I, that's right. I'm Tommy Cairo. He's he's like looking around like, nobody knows who I am. My mail don't say Tommy
2: Cairo. Ice cream man Tommy Cairo don't give a fuck.
1: Ice cream man. Next, <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> is going on? All right, <laughs> this was a this was a fine little match between these guys. Um, the only, actually, probably the only thing I didn't like—I don't know—it gets old when every opponent Mikey has is doing the gets a two count, pulls him up, gets a two count, pulls him up. You know, it's it's like at some point, is anybody going to learn here <laughs> that you should just pin this kid because inevitably you're going to get fucked or he's going to win. Well, no, not that that's only because don't forget Nate
0: that um they ran every like 4 weeks or mm-hmm. or 6 weeks. So
1: they they, it, they they didn't get used to it. True, true. I guess I guess when you think about it from you know, we're watching it on TV, yeah, week to week. So yeah. think about, you know, if
0: if you don't if you don't see it week after week and and then it, it just happens and then you just when you go home and you're with your buddies and you're like, God damn, they beat that fucking Mikey guy again, like a drum.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, how many people are going to go like, well, it's the fifth time in a week. You know what I mean? Fifth right. time <laughs> in a, in a, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that, that to me was, I thought was perfect. I mean, it's, it's the way you, it's the way you start something because mm-hmm. you always got to start something from nothing. Right. That, that's how you got to, how, how you got to build it?
1: Did you notice there was a run Mikey run chant during the match? I thought that was fun. Well, that was always a run Mikey run. I hadn't, I didn't hear that auto. I had, that was the first time I'd heard it audibly, at least if I wasn't paying attention before, maybe.
0: Yeah. I mean, I don't know. If there was always a run Mikey run, but I think once, once the beating started, I think mm-hmm. the <laughs> run Mikey run became more, you know, or more actually – yeah. Well I mean, maybe it's the network.
1: That one yeah. guy.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? Maybe it was the network. <laughs> because the network decided to add it, you know, sweeten the sweeten the show because, you know, maybe that's what maybe,
2: maybe they did it. You know.
1: Aaron, what did you think of this match overall?
2: I thought it was pretty good and Mikey took a good bump to the like he took a hell of a bump to the floor. Um Mikey's good, man.
0: <laughs> I don't know if people even give Mikey enough credit for like how how good like not how good he is now cuz he's not good now how good he was then because
1: that dude he took fucking beatings he's paying for he's paying for those bumps now because he's had multiple surgeries you know neck and neck and leg and hip and all that kind <laughs> of shit I mean, he's definitely paying for it now, but you're right. Back then, he was a bump machine, and he made everybody look great.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, he made it, he made everybody look great at his expense, and mm-hmm. like he did. Uh, you know, I'll never, I'll never criticize Mikey for anything he ever did because I totally respect Mikey, and I like Mikey, and we're friends. And but I looked at it. I took everything a whole lot different. Mm-hmm. Like there, there there was. Just, I mean, take take aside Sabu. That Sabu man. That was a hundred percent stuff that I did not want to do because I was afraid that I would get hurt. Because mm-hmm. you know how Sabu it.
1: Well, like I said, when we watched the match, I could tell. I could tell watching the match that you were apprehensive. Yeah, like, I, like, hey, I don't want to do. I don't want to. Like I, I am getting. I am getting. I am getting pretty much forced into doing all this bullshit. <laughs>
0: Yeah, but but Mikey, he just didn't really give a shit, and he did all that shit, and you know, God bless mm-hmm. him, man. You know, I hope he's, I hope he's doing good. He said he's not in good shape.
1: No, I just, I, I, I do, I do follow him on Twitter, and I know he's had to have at least two to three surgeries that I know of that I've seen him report what, on for his neck, for his neck and back. Yeah. Oh, you think <laughs> he's a he's
2: a big guy now too, so that can't be good
0: for him. Well why don't he fucking send nine one one to fucking Bill? You know? Why yeah. why can't why can't you do that? <laughs> like, you yeah, why can't you do that? Didn't they do that as angles? Like back in the days? Like that the heel would like send the baby face to Bill for the
1: <laughs> for my for my traction, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> dude I, fuck yeah, I, I would do that shit called liability, goddammit. What
0: the fuck? You hurt me. You put me out of work. You made it so I can't make any money. Hard times.
1: You put hard times on my family. You put hard
2: times <laughs> on Mikey Whitbrecht's family.
0: Oh, that's hard times. That, <laughs> I mean, all those Poughkeepsie shows I'm gonna miss.
2: I mean, the ones that are like like 40 minutes from my house. Oh, man. I had to skip Heroes of Hambone because of this. <laughs>
0: Jeez, who is...
1: <laughs> well to end the match um, essentially Jason comes in and beats up Mikey Whipwreck because he's going to be facing Mikey at Hardcore Heaven and then we get a Jason promo and uh, he starts the promo out by saying women and men want to see him strip um, his rock hard body uh, yes to see, they want to see his rock hard body <laughs> I got
2: no and notes he, on
0: this so dude. you he, guys he,
2: can just move it on like he's wet for no reason. So like, why are you
1: wet? <laughs> why is he no, no. wet? I don't know. It's like a, a question you ask your pet. <laughs> why are you wet? Fucking well, gross. They reshow all the footage from last week with Snooka and Taz bonding or whatever. And he uh, is discussing the fact that the, uh, the team of Taz and Jimmy Snooka are going to face the Pitbulls at Hardcore Heaven. And that's the only notes I have, unless, Aaron, you have anything else. Nope. I
2: just don't know why he was wet. And said, was, nope,
1: like, and it was creepy.
0: I mean, that there, the, there's only one shower back there, and the water only runs for like eight minutes, so maybe he got in. Who was he with? There's nobody you can't get in there with anybody, <laughs> it's a one person shower. The next ma-
2: Marty Funk has to ask Dory that why are you wet? Like, it just, oh, it, it, it's because he, he, he sweats. While, <laughs> no, Dory said it's because I sweat
0: while I sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then, then
2: Marty says,
0: Well, you're asleep 23 hours a day. Well,
2: like then a, I'm
1: sweating. Like a cat.
2: Yeah. Like, you know, I sweat when I do everything. I got to take my shirt off and eat the spaghetti. Yeah. I mean, it's going to take. <laughs> Eight to get
0: this shirt off. Do you realize how hard it is for me to get this over my collarbone? And you my know, lemon head. Yeah, I, uh, my, my lemon. <laughs>
1: it's like John McCain. He can't lift his arms all the way up, <laughs> and yet you can still book him.
0: <laughs> that's, that, that's the best thing. Like I, I, I think I I think we we ought to run a show, me versus Dory Funk, just so I could lose to him. So <laughs> just hey, to so- go. Okay, so here, here's
1: a question:
2: Who's name uh, of the show? Name of the show? What? Ham bones and headlocks. <laughs> <laughs> well, what? that would be the show that Dory and like that Dory and Chad would main event be
1: the... I'll take
0: it.
2: Ham <laughs> bones and headlocks.
1: That's
0: that's about right.
1: So who's a who's a who's a crustier, out of place old man? Is it Terry or is it Dory Funk in ECW '94, or is it Mister Wrestling Two in Mid South in like '84, '85? <laughs> Uh, I well, I guess eighty three, eighty four. I don't know,
0: Aaron. You want to? I mean, you want to take a little bit of time and think
2: about this before you chime no, in. Because... No, it's Dory Funk. He's crusty <laughs> in ECW.
0: Well, you're only saying that because you're thinking that like he's like a piece of pizza you get at the mall. You, you put it back in the oven to re-eat it. Sabaro, <laughs> yeah, that's all, now it's that all is... leathery and funky. <laughs> yeah. He just put it back in the oven for. It's been sitting in that little window for four hours, and <laughs> in
1: the little, little triangle cardboard thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: that's terrible. Um,
1: I don't know. Maybe junkyard dog. Oof, <laughs> junkyard dog in uh, the WCW. Yeah, in '91 or whatever, '92. The next match on this show is the Pitbulls versus Phi Delta Could've Slam, whose names are apparently Blue and D Day.
0: Well, that's that's what the, that's what their names are. That's what you name
1: guys like that that are
0: guys that are fucking from
1: a fraternity in Florida and don't get much work didn't you mention on the previous show you got them in no i I
0: had mentioned i well, I don't know I, I mean I guess you could say that I did mm-hmm. because i did I did mention them to Paul um when we did Florida back when remember, remember back in the milenko days. Mm-hmm. When they worked the Florida loop, yeah, I mentioned them. And how much you want to bet they flew themselves in just just to get on the show? Oh, how much you want to bet? And I, I don't even have to even I don't even have to fact check this. I can tell you <laughs>
1: that yeah, they flew themselves in. And I mean, I guess when you think about it, you're going to get much more exposure if you're an indie wrestler in 1994. With the magazines and everything, you're going to get much better exposure wrestling in Philadelphia than you are wrestling in Miami, right? Or wherever in Florida. Oh, just because just because all the press is all the press is there. Who are you wrestling for in Miami? Right. Who?
0: What's the? Who's the fucking company? Give me the fuck. Give me one name of a halfway
1: decent company that's running in Miami. I'm sure there were probably seven Florida Championship Wrestlings in Florida '94, oh, yeah. but mean, none of them, none of them are the Florida Championship Wrestling you'd want to be wrestling for.
0: I mean, Dave Sierra, I'm sure, is just <laughs> stealing money from the fucking um, um, National Guard armories left and right. Give me, give me a few hundred dollars, I'll, I'll put, I'll put a show on in this bitch. <laughs> and, you know, he, he was probably doing that five nights a week. So, yeah, he's making a grand a week. So, yeah, what the fuck?
1: Well, this match wasn't terrible. Um, It was a little long, but at least it was a match and not a recap from something from last week or the week before. And I thought this was a better out- outing for Phi Delta Slam than we saw when they wrestled the public enemy. That's for sure.
0: I like them guys, man. I really did.
1: Well, that's what I was. I actually have in my notes that last time. I kind of feel bad for last time shitting on him because watching this match, I realized maybe it wasn't them. Maybe it was their opponents. Because, oh well, yeah, you can say that, but but you know that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: they had that. They would have had to have made the best out of what they were given, right. and. It wasn't that it wasn't that great. And it was you know, it was kinda hard to like I mean what wasn't I mean, was Dino Sendolf
2: one of the guys
0: or, or was it just two local guys down there? Uh I don't even remember. Yeah, you don't have to know the exact names. I'm yeah. just saying but if it was two local guys down there it could have been because they were they they were bad. Mm-hmm. And you know, it affected them. But yeah, I I liked them. I thought they were great, and I thought they would have fit right in because they were locker room like regular people. They weren't. They didn't have. They, they didn't come in with no egos. Mm-hmm. They didn't come in with
1: any. You know, well, they didn't. The,
0: they they with, didn't come in at all. Actually, well,
1: and that's that's the thing too. Like you think about. Okay, they've got they've got this the college fraternity gimmick, but as ECW moves on and gets. "Quote unquote more hardcore and and all that. You could have easily evolved that into a you know shitty heel, shitty heel gimmick. You know, yeah, because he- you also heel gimmick. You also had to start building
0: tag teams for Public Enemy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, we are already what as the as the gangsters debuted yet? No, no, right? No, all right. So so there's, so what's our what's our tag
1: team? Yeah, yeah, there's no gangsters yet. There's no eliminators. There's no. We've got. We've got the pit bulls, public enemy, rebel and who? <laughs> rebel and you? <laughs> oh, I hate me a rebel. Okay, a and
0: impactful. then uh,
1: apparently we've got Taz and or yeah, Taz and Jimmy Snuka. Take that kind of its kind of. <laughs> All right, and that's about it. Oh, bad breed. We got bad breed. Oof. <laughs> I mean,
0: well, that's a. I mean, I don't even want to say as a
1: start. Yeah, that's a.
0: That's a. We, we don't really give a shit about that. I mean, I mean, let's let's be honest. Um, Paul came from. Uh, he came from the Eddie Gilbert mentality of booking, like they booked it in Memphis and Con, and Con, continental, where right. tag team wrestling it wasn't that big of a deal,
1: right? Which is probably where Vince got that
0: too. Well, because and and the, at the end of the day it was always cuz you had to pay five guys mm-hmm. you had to pay five guys if you have a tag team match so that's why they would have uh sometimes in the in up here where i live they would have the same guys wrestle twice on a show right You know, they would have um, their match, and they would have, like, a six-man at the end or a battle royal.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. You look at, because, you know, the the Crockett territory was a tag team territory, and you look at some of those old cards, and it's like you say. You have, like, a tag team match, then two of the tag team guys are in a singles match, then there's a six-man, then there's a battle royal with all the tag teams in it. It's just all the tag teams, but they're just mixed up.
2: It's like a seven-match show with ten dudes on the show.
1: It's like, well,
2: that's the way they made money. I mm -hmm. mean, but... How how
0: long? Look how long it took for people to figure that out. You know what I mean? Yeah. It took it took what thirty years essentially <laughs> for, <laughs> for people to figure out that they're damn they're just recycling the same people. <laughs> like like on the show, we already seen Denny Royal. He has the worst teeth ever, and I can't believe he was the world's
1: junior champ. Uh, Who did he beat? Where's that, the footage of it? And that belt is hideous. That is one of the worst looking wrestling titles ever. That that's the one that has like the the crown coming up over the leather, isn't it? I think yeah, of the wrong would, belt. Yeah. Yeah, it was hideous, and he was hideous. It was just all of it was hideous. It would stick through your luggage. <laughs> you, you couldn't you couldn't zip the bag
0: because of the current one of the little things are sticking out of it. <laughs> like, it and, and oil, like, you're, but he's like, but your bag's <laughs> But I'm, but I'm Denny Brown. I defend this title once every six months or whatever Jim Crockett thinks that it needs to be on TV. That, that, that's 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 the schedule. Usually, <laughs> Usually against, against Mike Starcade, Jackson.
2: Once a year at Starcade, I fight Mike Jackson. Mike,
0: or, you know. No, no, dude, he don't get Mike Jackson. He gets he gets Mike Rossi or Ron Rossi. Ron Rossi, yeah, yeah, he gets Ron Rossi because Mike Jackson goes. Oh, no, I'm not even. Uh. You
1: get you get one of the Thunderfoots. That's what you get.
0: Oh well you you can never go wrong with wire and because they got they got hoods on. Do you know how do you know how many times I've lost in one night on a wrestling show? Take a guess.
1: I'm gonna go I'm gonna go conservative and say four.
0: Oh no. It was three. Okay. <laughs> I I've re- I wrestled under three different gimmicks on one night on a wrestling show and gotten beaten all three times. I was a Russian assassin. Um I was me and then I don't even know what the fucking other gimmick I was. It was some guy's creation that was down there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was like his it was like he was like a walking dead thing, whatever. <laughs> and and I'm just like, dude, I just worked three times. I just got beat three times. In, in one night, I really should rethink this pro wrestling business. <laughs> Beat that, Barry Horowitz. Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I, I can't figure out when people were in pro wrestling and they lose all the time and, and they don't go home and, the, and their parents don't say, You should rethink this. You lose all the time. Like, maybe you should get into a different business. So I lose
1: all the time. Well, after the match here, we get a Jason promo. And the only reason I wrote down, wrote any notes about it, he's talking about the fact that he's going to beat Mikey at Hardcore Heaven for the TV title. And instead of using the word waste, he says, I'm going to have that belt around my midriff. His midriff? Yes, and I was like, Are "You fucking kidding me?"
0: Well, I mean, I, I use that all the time. What? That's not a that's not a a universal word. You you don't you don't use the word midriff like like every day. <laughs> sure don't. Oh, no. I mean, even Miss Jess, she she knows that that I, that she knows how I adore my midriff. How do you like? My midriff? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I just looked in the window at her while she's looking out. Yeah. She, she loves my mid She's actually gonna um is paint is Paint Your Life one of our sponsors. <laughs> I think she's gonna get a painting of my midriff drift from PaintYourlife.com. Go and, and use the code JCE
1: to get it, to get its percentage off. <clears throat> <clears throat> up next more jason as we have a jason training session where he has his his, his four horsemen of <laughs> professional wrestling in the ring here chad austin the rocket rebel and the pit bulls <laughs> and keith, keith, keith shira is the victim of this workout i guess essentially it's just the, the heels the heels beat up keith and then jason takes. <laughs> they it
2: did the jj Dylan things
1: mm-hmm <laughs> Is what you What's guys did, the JJ
2: Dylan thing? Where JJ was supposed to be training or whatever, getting ready for war games, and the horsemen were in there, and they they beat up the guy and helped JJ put all his put all their individual moves on him. You remember that?
0: Oh, like like just to like train him.
2: Yeah, and afterwards he was like, oh, "I'm the tough guy" because he beat the. They beat the Jobber, but it was really just like Arn <laughs> and, and Barry and Rick beating up the beating up the Jobber.
0: No, how about this? New.
2: No. <laughs> I don't remember that. Yeah, it was. I, I think it was Barry. I don't think. I don't think it was old. I think Oli was out of it by then. But yeah, I, I think it was. Who Like Ole's yeah.
0: my Oli, Oli's my barometer.
2: <laughs> like, like
0: w- once you don't see Olie anymore, it's probably when you don't see me watching wrestling anymore. <laughs> and it and it's not because of only like specifically. It's just because of just circumstance. Like the business is. Oh come on, man.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, he's a funny I mean, motherfucker. Co- continental.
0: Too. Well, I still had continental, but
2: yeah, Olly's a funny mother. People say he's a grump and he's this and that and, that and, that and he is, but he's a funny motherfucker. I think Olly's funny. I think Olly's great, dude.
0: I mean, I would, I would. I have only booked my life. I would ha- I would have him come here and and I go. I'm going to give you my books and I'm going to show you like this is how much money I make. This is I want you to you know, yeah. This motherfucker can make me some money, but the only problem is it would have I would have to drive to Augusta <laughs> to get it
1: or it. Oli Anderson should be given credit just because who the hell else was going to get something good out of Thunderbolt Patterson? Jesus. Um, uh,
0: well. See, no, you're kind of mistaken.
1: Okay, because don't I'm what? I'm just not a fan of Thunderbolt. I was just dissing. Well, for the I'm not show. saying I'm a fan either. <laughs> but what? But what?
0: What's her name? That fucking girl that ran opposite of Oli? Leah? Oh, you got. You got to know who this is because I know who it is. It's, um, she's famous. She's she's famous.
1: Mm. She has
0: ho- She has a hole down in that area. Um, Leah, 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 Leah,
1: my via. Oh, okay. Okay.
0: Yeah. She tried to, she tried to, um, like kibosh all that shit. That was a big deal.
1: I don't think I've ever heard that, to be honest with you. Are
0: we talking about what, what year are we talking about?
1: 80, 84, 83,
0: 82, 83. All right. Well, 80, 82 is when, is when Leah took over like that company.
1: Mm, see, I didn't even know that.
0: And then you started seeing all the changes. Mm-hmm. Um, Oli, Um you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not a, am not a guy that I'll, I'll never hate on Oly. I, I I don't fucking know cuz I thought the wrestling business was so was so fucked up.
1: In what well, that's when he
0: think there anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could only you can only do better. <laughs> at a certain point. It's like Jesus Christ, what are you handing me? I can only do better with this.
0: Yeah you know, I, I, I i totally i totally agree, Aaron, because I totally think like like this shit's so bad that
2: you know that's all you can do. And Oli's involved in one of my favorite Jim Cornette stories ever. Oh, good lord! And they ran that, that little Georgia promotion that he was that they ran or whatever, and. Oli walked in the studio and said, all right, guys, stop it. And they were like, S- stop what? And he's like, all of it. Stop all of this. <laughs> Why? <laughs> like, stop having the show?
0: Yeah. yeah. Was
1: like, Especially what he was saying was everything they were doing was the shits. Just stop it all. We're just going to tear, tear it all up. down and build it stop back it. up
0: again. Well, that was actually... One of my favorite times of Georgia.
1: I mean, did you guys get it? I don't, I, no, we didn't get it here. Um, I have it now, but.
0: That was like, um, oh my God. That was like the, uh, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. I think I may have gotten, I think I may have gotten Georgia. I've seen, I saw Georgia in like 82. Mm-hmm. Because my parents would go over to their um to my 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 mom's siblings and they would get drunk and then they had cable and I could watch right, TBS and then I was like, well, how come we don't have cable and then it <laughs> took years for me to get cable. Oh my god, man! I I, I didn't get cable until Crockett.
1: You know? Yeah. Well, and by honestly, by the time I by the time I started like, really, really watching wrestling as, like, a six- or seven-year-old, it was already Crocket for me. Like, Georgia wasn't it, that, if you turned on TBS, it was already World Championship, like, that, the Crockett World Championship wrestling.
0: Oh, uh, dude, that, I... I for, for me, that probably wasn't until 85-ish. I sucked that shit in, man. I saw that shit. I saw, Bro- I mean, I saw Brody, I saw Tommy Tommy Rich, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And And everything went, like, it was two minutes. Two thirty. It was two thirty. It was two thirty. Everything is two minutes thirty seconds. Get them out there. Get them on. Get them out. Get them over. You know. Yeah. yeah. And 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 that's how it was. And I was just like, oh shit. And I and I didn't even like the fucking people that I was visiting.
1: They <laughs> just wanted to use their cable. Fuck yeah.
0: Like I, I, yeah, I beer and
1: Take me to that
0: bullshit hick town in fucking Tennessee again. That guy fucking Georgia Championship Wrestling with Gordon Solie and <laughs> Killer Carl Cox and who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> uh, it was uh what's his name? The uh Jesus Christ the guy that played the fake Dusty Rhodes guy. Dream Machine. I, well, I, yeah, Troy Graham, right? Yeah, mm. he played Dirty Roads. Yeah, Dirty Roads. Yeah, well, he didn't, he didn't play any. He didn't play
1: Madison Square Garden. <laughs> to end this ECW show, we get a a, a passionate promo from Paulie Dangerous, dangerously discussing that we're going to see Sabu versus Two Cold Scorpio at Hardcore Heaven, which oh, could gosh. never be a bad thing. And then he discusses nine one one versus Mrs. Mrs. Hughes, Mister Hughes, Mrs. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes. Oh, good lord! Get in here, big cat. Um, <laughs> And he alludes to, of course, Angel's a whore. And that's Polly's promo. And that's the show. Overall. Imagine what Mrs. Hughes looks like.
2: Oh, Christ. Probably bigger than Hughes. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes, where am I eggs? <laughs> you don't make me breakfast. You're going to need an Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Mrs. Hughes probably looks like
0: Lawrence Taylor. (laughs) And and he's got his glasses (laughs) on. She's dressed (laughs) exactly the same. And and he's all sweating in that stupid shirt again. Like, he never
2: changed it. Mrs. Hughes dresses exactly like Mr. Hughes. You think so? Yeah, she's just bigger. She's just bigger? (laughs) Yeah. Like Will Smith movie bigger? (laughs)
1: Like
2: that fucking Norbit chicken Norbit
1: on that note gentlemen what did you think overall of this episode of ECW
2: getting there yeah yep. I'm looking
1: forward to this Hardcore Heaven show actually which
2: is on the network so
1: yes it is we will be reviewing it in a couple of weeks so we're going to put a wrap on this week's edition of Reliving the Extreme Aaron any parting words for our listeners yep just thanks for listening and uh that's that
2: Mr. Austin
0: Hey, follow
1: us on all the fucking platforms, man. Just stick with it; We're getting better every week. Yes, indeed. I want to thank everybody for joining us this week. Have a great week, everybody, and we will see you next week as we continue Reliving the Extreme. Reliving the Extreme is a production of Maxin' Out Media, all rights reserved.